diversify your bonds. Hey guys, we're aliens. It's not about eating a good sandwich, you know, it's about the people. That's what's more important. You can't live your life to the fullest if you don't have memes. That's a be careful. Sometimes you gotta take the plunge and just, you know, go for what you love. As long as I like it, and then not just dance to it. Well, if I want to be successful, people gotta know me. Alright, keep that same energy. All right, what's up, sponsors? I hope you are all diversifying your bonds into small YouTube channels like us. We are Please Don't Sue Us. What's good? My name is Ordeed. In the house, we have Angelo, the certified dad bod, and we have Uncle Migs. And today, we're going to be talking to a general shit poster in here by the name of MS Beatles. Uh, actually, is that how you want to be referred to? Sure, yeah, let's go for that. Okay, cool. Uh, and, yeah, so we're going to, uh, hang out, talk about some, uh, uh, shitposting memes, uh, video games, and, uh, uh, it'll be a good time. But before we start off this podcast here, uh, a quick word from, uh, uh, from a person. What's going on, good people? I would like to take a minute to plug myself and a couple other sponsors. You may notice my my hit song with a K in the background, Chopping Screws. Uh, the song is called With a K because I spell my name with a K in case you forgot. My name is Crisco. Find me on Instagram at Almighty Crisco. Find me at Twitter at Wet Pussy Warvet. Spotify and all other uh, streaming platforms just at Crisco. Almighty Crisco on YouTube. I'd also like to take a second give credit to the great people at MeUndies and the great people at Manscaped. Some of my favorite podcasters plug them. And you know, well, the people I like obviously would not plug something that is not a great product. So, yeah, I'm gonna just uh, leave the rest of this time to let the song kind of play out. Give you guys a little special treatment, a little preview. Um, shout out Jungle Life Studios. Oh, and shout out to the great people at Reno Smoke Shop. Sponsored this podcast. (laughs) 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 Honestly, guys, I think we finally made it. You know what? This this channel right here is now gonna be number one. Watch out, PewDiePie. You suck. Okay, we're the next up and coming channel. I'm calling it right here, right now. We got that sponsorship. Okay, ain't nobody gonna be able to compete. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so dude, uh MS Beatles and or Mark. I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna call you Mark just because it's it's easy. It's more comfortable, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but dude, how are you doing, man? What's good? Yeah, I'm really happy to be like to be here. I'm I'm really glad you guys let me come and share a bit my channel and, and what I do. Of course. So your name is MS Beatles, and what is your uh, YouTube channel? Uh, it's my my name, Mark Sule Bajas. <laughs> it's okay. in, in Catalan, but yeah. So y you've probably guessed that MS and B are my initials. Mm -hmm. So so, and I obviously like the Rolling Stones a lot. No, ah. the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So so I I guess put my initials together and then the Beatles. But I already had the Google account, so my channel is just Mark Sule Bajas because I'm too lazy to change it, to be honest. So. One of the things that we came like when we when we came across you is um, we noticed that you uh, play a lot of Super Smash Bros. Uh, which yeah. which version? Ultimate, uh, because I, I used to play on the Wii, the Wii version, the the Brawl, mm -hmm. with my sister when I was like eight or ten years old, and I loved it. And the thing is that when I play with my sister, she doesn't let me win. Even if I am winning, she just tells me, no, you got to kill yourself because you took a stock from me, so now you got to take a stock from yourself. And when 4 came out, I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to get good at this game and, and try to go to competitions and stuff. But I didn't like 4, so I waited for Ultimate. And, and since it's the, the last version and, and the last iteration of the game, I went for for this one. Mm -hmm. I'd argue that it's uh, uh, that's the best one too. It's got they even said everyone is here. They got yeah, everyone literally. from every Smash Bros. I'm I'm a little hurt by Ultimate though because my main was Mr. Game and Watch, and they they like messed up one of his like uh, his uh, uh, aer aerials. Yeah, the uh, one with the bump, right? Yeah, dude, that sucks. That leaves me open. <laughs> I hate it. It's it's so bad. I. I don't play Mr. Game & Watch just because of that aerial. Because it's a really fun character with a hammer and everything, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it, really bad. It ruined me. I had to pick a new main. <laughs> it sucks! One thing that I've been uh, curious about, just like, in terms of Smash, is I, occasion, on occasion, will Smash. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Um, one thing I've been curious about is I know that there's a competitive scene. Like, how prominent is that? Because um, I've never really touched it. I've mainly just played with friends, but I know that we can get to that level. I mean, it's quite uh, a big scene. But, you know, I don't know how much you are into it, but it used to be, like, one of the best communities in, in the in the gaming world, uh, in my opinion. I really like that everyone mm -hmm. seemed to have a lot of fun, except, you know, the typical person that lost and got salty. But, like, I've, I've never gotten into it either because I'm, I'm at that level that I'm too good to play with my friends because I usually win and they get mad, but I'm not a, as good as I should be to compete. So I said, let's make shit posts. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> three weeks. Uh, three weeks. Three, three months ago, there was a a really big, uh, like an outbreak of of cases of pedophilia and grooming in the Smash community. It was mind-numbing. I mean, there was like thirty professional players that got uh, it was accused. A, it was a lot of big being, guys. Yeah, rapists mm -hmm. and and pedophiles. So I'm kind of glad I didn't get into that community. <laughs> 
to be honest. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the biggest, or one of the biggest Smash Bros. players, uh, Zero, I think he yeah. was uh, number one in Smash 4. Um, yeah, he won like 40 tournaments in a row or something like that. Really? Yeah, in uh, uh, he was uh, actually yeah. What what did happen to him? Because I he... I think yeah, it's 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 fucked up. I think he when he came because he's from from South America, mm-hmm. and when he came mm-hmm. to to the U.S. to make uh, like to participate in tournaments and everything, he just there like many people used to share uh, like an Airbnb so they could save some money and he mm-hmm. when he went to the tournaments he used to share the Airbnb with this 15 year old girl, girl. and Ooh. yeah you oh, can always yeah like sending her mm-hmm. let's say for work videos or like mm-hmm. telling her inappropriate stuff like yikes I, I yeah. don't know is that I can't that that's not the game though the game does not do that to you that is no. the people that's no. just a toxic community <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way they organize the tournaments uh, motivated the, the, that these things happen like it, because if you you separate your tournaments like plus eighteen and twelve to eighteen and like kids playing mm-hmm. there should be no no such a problem but in Smash you can always enter a tournament no matter your age no matter anything so mm. i think that that's it if you can if a 34 year old can enter a tournament where there's a 12 year old and this 34 year old is fucked in the head then he's gonna make some some fucked up stuff yeah it, it was pretty horrible mm-hmm. when did this happen i say leave the smash for the adults you know like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, actually dude this happened this year this yeah. happened this year I think yeah. I think in August there's a, a Reddit mega thread in the Smash uh, subreddit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smash. I guess it was discovered this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Here, there's a summary of sexual and non-sexual allegations, and you can check it out if you want to, guys. It's uh, I'll send it in the chat. I, it's so many, so many players. <laughs> I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but the game is is real fun, and if you play with friends, it's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's the best uh, way to smash is with friends. Wait, huh? Exactly what? with homies. With <laughs> yeah, friends yeah, that with are homies. over you smash 18. your homies. You smash your dude. Homies. Yeah. Wait, no, smash with your homies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I can yeah, never I let that joke go. That's one of my favorite things. About <laughs> <laughs> dude. So, um, so were you? You weren't involved with the uh, Smash community at all, right? Or I, even I like a local to a, a couple of local tournaments like mm-hmm. in Spain, and and I actually was very happy because I I had a friend who introduced me to the tournaments and everything, well a friend, an acquaintance, and I I was once at his house because he lives with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he told me like, hey, you wanna try a couple of games and see how the pro community is like a bit and everything, and I played mm-hmm. against him and I beat him half the time, so I felt pretty proud. He was like. Top fourteen in Barcelona or something like that. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, I haven't got to any big tournament, just small local ones. I didn't know we were talking with the Smash God. <laughs> no, no, no. How big is the community in Spain? Because I know here in the U.S. it's pretty big, and I know in like certain parts of Asia it's pretty big, but I don't know much about Europe. 
Yeah, because in Japan, like, everybody plays Spanish. And in, in the US, a lot of people mm. play. But here in Spain, so the tournaments I went, like, Barcelona is quite a big city. It's like two and a half million people. Like, mm. not for US standards, but for Spanish standards. And um, the tournaments I went usually had around 100 people there, 150. Mm. Depending depending a lot on, on what place, for example, there was like, we have like a Comic Con, but for manga only, like for weeps. Mm. And I went there because I used to be a weeaboo. Yeah. And, and there were Smash tournaments there yes. every year. And and it mm. was like 50, 70 people. Mm-hmm. But nothing super big. I mean, 50, 70 people to me, still pretty big. I don't know anything here in, in Santa Rosa that's that big. Oh, okay, that's fair. For, for Smash, anyways, and I'm always looking to Smash. Uh, I, I going back to uh, your videos, I, I noticed uh, uh, kind of similarities with uh, Alpha Rad. I don't, I don't know if you know who Alpha Rad okay. is. Yeah, I've, with I've the, seen a couple of videos from him. Yeah. With the kind of uh, uh, just memes and uh, all sorts of stuff that uh, you're doing, because usually you'll get a kill and then he just like taunts the shit out of him with his like super crazy edited videos, and that seemed like uh, the kind of thing that you were doing. Yeah, I, like I obviously got the idea from watching bigger YouTubers, and mm-hmm. I watched uh, Alpha. I like a lot. I like Little Z as well. I don't know if you know him. He's like one of the best. For me, one of the best YouTubers in in the montage Smash world, and I also liked a lot um, uh, Mr. Danish Butter Cookie, who makes a lot of really cool videos. And and so I thought, what if I do what they do but my way? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like because they they are really really good. I'm not as good as they are, but I have some nice plays here and there. So I thought, hey, let's try. It. And okay. And I really like the results, so I said, let's keep doing that. Oh, yeah. And I loved watching the results. I was having such a fun time watching those videos. Nice. <laughs> the, the memes are plentiful, and, and there's something you should know about me. Yeah. I love my memes. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I love my memes, mm. too. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a shit poster at heart. <laughs> yeah. I think all of us are, really. Um, but would you say that they, uh, is there a particular one of them that influenced your editing style more than the others? Or is it like a smorgasbord of all of them, like working together when you like do your editing? I'm not sure. Like when I edit, I really like, uh, I really like to put in like, uh, sometimes it just, I have a clip and I think like, well, that would be perfect for this particular meme. Mm-hmm. But in general, I just edit the the video and I think, okay, what shit, what kind of shit can I put in here? You know, like, mm-hmm. some, for instance, in the Mario One, there's a part that's a bit not safe for work. That's mm-hmm. you know, Luigi. I watched that one. Can I say can I say plus eighteen words here? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, Luigi is grabbing Mario's cock and as he's <laughs> jerking him off. Mm-hmm. There, I just had six. Six frames that I didn't know what to do, and I said, you know, one one rule thirty for Mario for frame. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I, I think, well, this is perfect for for a meme. Like I use a lot of of old vines. I use a lot of kind of overused memes that I like. So they are so overused that they stop being funny. But if you still use them, you can make them go back mm-hmm. to funny again because they are so 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 burnt up that they you laugh at 
and my my favorite meme is is lost for for that reason uh, you know mm. the lost memes. Uh. Oh, uh, the, the, honestly, those memes are great because they've permeated like the entire internet, so everyone knows what it is. Exactly. So the second they yeah. see it, they identify with it, and then you lead them on with the rest of the joke in your clips. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, that takes a fair amount of talent, my dude. Uh, thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm that talented. I'm just like I spend a lot of hours thinking what to put on and and how to edit everything, and and it finally comes together mm. pretty nicely. Mm. To, to me, memes are a language, and I love speaking memes. So, like, you know, it's like, seeing, and seeing that stuff, I'm just like, I get it. Like, even if I don't get the exact feeling, you can get it through a meme, you know? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite it's, it's memes poetry. Spongebob memes. I love Spongebob memes. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big fan of the craft, man. <laughs> I love there's there's one in particular from the SpongeBob memes that uh, it's mm-hmm. a, a video from the funeral of of the old dictator of Korea. Oh, really? They had the, the SpongeBob flute song on top of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very So I was like, nope, and and I downloaded that's that fair. version of of Adobe Premiere, Adobe Premiere, sorry, Adobe Premiere, mm. and and mm. I downloaded a very official version that I absolutely pay pay every month for. I know, and it's insane. <laughs> exactly, we're and all there. <laughs> then I was like, I want to do this. How do I do it? And I, then I Google Adobe Premiere, like cut video, and watch for a tutorial online or something that explains it to me. Mm. So. That's why I wanted to learn because I think it's a useful skill to have, and I thought mm-hmm. might as well make something fun along the way. You know, in the modern mm-hmm. age, I feel like it's a useful skill, and then also I think the more important thing it's like, what's the barrier between you and making videos? The fact that you need to put the videos together and in like a fun way, and so it's like, well, now you have to learn video editing. Um, mm-hmm. like I didn't really want to when I started, but then when I did, like, you know, then you can start putting out the content you want to. You're like, this is the content I want to make. <laughs> like, Honestly, it's crazy exactly. how like the internet age has like made the barriers to entry, uh, like to be any sort of creative anywhere has really just made like the creative spaces that people normally don't like use as much, very accessible to like pretty much everybody. And like it, it's just crazy how shit is advanced. I'm like, yes, I'm happy that we live in this age. It's yeah. super cool because you have everything available on your phone, like, or or mm. on your computer. Like, you want to know anything, you literally can can learn it through the phone or the computer. And it's super cool because this way I've I've learned some languages. I've learned like to edit video and and to edit music. I've learned Photoshop as well, and some of the programming I know. Like at college, there was this subject at, at the first year of college that was like learn how programming basics, you know, and they taught mm-hmm. us Java, and and so I went to the the final exam and I I needed uh, so we have the score from zero to ten and I needed uh, a one one point seventy five to to pass mm-hmm. and I had a zero point seventy five. 
Så jeg failed miserably. Ja, okay. Uff. But I had studied, and I thought I, I knew how to program well. And then uh, I had like two weeks until the, the second exam, because if you fail, you have another chance. I don't know how you say that in in English. Mm-hmm. But we say the re-evaluation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those two weeks, I just watched online tutorials. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the exam, just having watched the online tutorials, and I got a nine. Jesus, that's crazy. Because they teach you so much better in, in the internet, like on the internet than mm. at college sometimes. And it's everything you ha- you want to, you can learn through mm-hmm. the internet. It's really cool. Well, it's also because like the college, the college system really like it's very dependent on the teacher that you get versus on the internet. You can yes. actually shop around for like someone who teaches in the way that you learn the like you yourself Absolutely. can find the easiest to learn. And then you actually get it. It's it's freaking crazy. Also, Absolutely. we don't have that word in English because in the U.S. we don't believe in second chances. So when you fail a test, you just fuck. <laughs> yeah, you go, uh, <laughs> you go down there. You know, that's that's what <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Congratulations! You tried educating yourself. Now you're now you're a million dollars in debt. You know, and uh, and you didn't exactly. even get an education out of it because you failed. <laughs> and now I expect you to grant like. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going. Like <laughs> Exactly. Okay, you want someone to help you with your loan? Get a job, you scumbag. <laughs> yeah, that's also crazy. Like colleges in the US are so expensive. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, it's like, uh like a it's becoming a real problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like here you can go to college for like my college is like one of the best colleges in Spain and it's mm-hmm. 2k a year like 2k bucks a year what that's not bad that's, that's jc levels that's two that's jc levels. exactly money. that's that's affordable i can do that you know yeah in the u.s it's like sixty thousand oh, dollars or easily. some shit like that I don't know. easily mm-hmm. yeah exactly. scholarships or anything mm-hmm. you know and without like any sort of financial aid yeah that's what you're doing. yeah and if you're trying to go out of state into another part of the country, oh, God, they'll bro. charge you even oh, more oh, for it. Really? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah they can up to double your tuition if you go to, like, if you wanted to go to freaking, um, what's the one in New York? Harvard? No, which one is it? It's one of those Ivy League ones. But if you go over there to, from California, I, th- I saw this Reddit post, and they were like, they did the math, and had they, like, stayed uh, in New York for a year, they could have cut their tuition down by like 60%. Holy shit. It was ridiculous. <laughs> now, I don't know how accurate that is because I've never tried to actually do it myself, but like it sounds plausible. So I'm like, yeah, shit. Like there's always a theme in, in some movies that I watch from the US of people mm-hmm. owing money just because they went to college. And oh, yeah. That no, shouldn't be. That, it shouldn't be like mm-hmm. that. It shouldn't be, no. but it is. <laughs> 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 trust me if i could change it i would because that's definitely something i believe in is let's just get the education on there let's, let's do this people yeah. let's educate yeah. our populace we can then that way when the next COVID thing happens we're all educated you know we all know what to do yeah, we're and, ready and people wear masks we're rational people you know I, I don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> You can't have people just being naysaying, you know, all the time. Because, <laughs> like, the the fact that there's such a high barrier to entry for, like, basic education that most people need in order to survive in the job industry, especially, like, the constantly developing and more high-tech job industry, is 
ridiculous because then it like it basically makes the economy like worse because people can't spend nearly as much money and like it stunts the growth of gdp across the country so like there's a financial and greedy reason to make education cheaper but because people are so short-sighted they're like you know what let me just take all of the money i can now screw the future and it's it's just it's just blatant greed on the part of the freaking uh, education system. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's absurd. Like here, the private universities, which I find expensive, are maybe one tenth of what universities cost in the U.S. Probably like the private ones. Probably. And mine <laughs> is one of the most expensive public ones. If I went to, for example, the south and and the south of Spain, mm-hmm. and went to college there, it may cost like one point two k a year. Or oh. something like that. Or 1.3k. Wow. Now that's, that's so. basically JC levels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say yeah, this yeah. because here's the thing. People don't know about this, all people in the US, uh, but like community colleges are the shit. Like, really? That's how you don't pay money into the system. Mm-hmm. You go to oh, yeah, community college instead of a, a four-year university that's really prestigious. You get a really mm-hmm. good for the most part, uh, like education, and then you transfer it over, you go to university, you save yourself at least two years of tuition. That's wow. the kind of workaround you have to do mm-hmm. because you can't go to a four-year. <laughs> you go to community college, exactly. you learn your your you learn your general <laughs> division, your lower division uh, stuff, like all your general ed, and then, then you can, like, you literally just go... Mm-hmm. Uh, to college to specialize into like your major or whatever. I, I didn't know you could do that, and yeah. I didn't know community colleges were that good in the U.S. Oh, like, at least ours is. I I can't speak to every community yeah. college in the United States. I can say, mm-hmm. boy, if you're in Sonoma County, at least until the whole COVID thing hit, probably one of the best junior colleges wow. around. Honestly, I think they actually said it was in the top five junior colleges in like the entire U.S. Yeah. I think we were in the number one spot for like a good like fifteen years. Um, it's just that a bunch. Uh, there was one in New York that got like huge funds from like some big companies uh, as a charity, and they just like outspent us and had like better programs because they had the money for it. Um, and there was a couple other ones on the uh, East Coast that like surpassed us. But yeah, one of my teachers was the mar- uh, the head of the marketing team that made the black IPs like famous. Like he was the one who was like, "How are we gonna pimp them out?" to the masses so like there's huge talent from like every industry there was a um i don't know if you know what a costco is yeah um but it's like a giant it's a giant grocery store chain and um she was uh she was my uh, financial accounting teacher and she was the head of their financial accounting department for like the entire west coast of the u.s for like a good like 30 years before she decided to retire and work at the JC. So, like, there's a lot of people that, like, really know what they're talking about yeah. when you go there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, like, anyone in Sonoma County listening to this, go to the JC if you want to save some money on your education. Well, I, I can't say that now because Zoom cha- classes changed the game, and I don't know if the quality True. is the same, but um, I'm sure that there's still great teachers there, that's for sure. And I'm sure there's, they still have the resources. I was going to say, even for when I went to junior college and I went through the math and physics, because, like, that's what you have to do as as a computer engineer. You have to take all the, you know, lower division math, physics, whatever, you know, discrete math, go on and on. So, like, 
took those classes at the JC, ended up going to UC Santa Barbara, and I end up being like, probably like, way more like well versed in the knowledge that I got in math and physics compared to some of my classmates, just because it was taught like. I don't know. I won't say like I don't want to say it's me because, in all honesty, like my work ethic sucks. I just thought that the teachers there really, you know, talk knew what they were talking about. They're passionate about what they do, and so I felt like I got a good education there. That's really cool. And then I brought it there, and people are asking me like stuff that I thought like I thought you learned in, in calculus, and I'm just like, oh wait, they didn't teach you that in your calculus class. I was like, well, it's not that. It's that like, you know. I just, you know, pass the class because, like, you're not really trying to learn the material when the, the education's not that good. You're just trying to pass the class. You basically just cram. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, go community college. That's how you defeat the meme of the United States is you just go to community college and rock shit out. So speaking of education, how did how do you manage to mal- balance you know your work education and your like creation content? Is there like a specific regiment you have, or is it more of like a free yeah. flow thing that you work with your schedule? So many people, my friends, tell me like, how how do you do it? Yeah, like we're in exams and and you made the video and, and all that. How do you manage your time? And the answer is I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I failed school. No, uh, <laughs> uh, I try to. Like it's a, li- a little bit like when when I'm not editing, I'm like working mm-hmm. or playing Smash. So if I, for instance, play Smash like an hour and a half a day, mm-hmm. that hour and a half com- goes to editing when I've gathered enough clips to make a video. Okay, so your free time really like builds into your work. It's like a crucial part of it. Yeah, or, or if I'm very tired of studying because I've been like doing some code for like two hours i want to take a break i go i go drink something like Mm -hmm. like a glass of water or something to cool down and edit for a a couple hours you know it's it comes and goes depending on on how i feel gotta love the work you do yeah exactly well uh, but sometimes it feels like work but it's okay (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) when i was still doing math in, in in college i i literally i had done exams uh, like, let, let's say it's a Saturday and I had an exam on Monday, mm-hmm. and I was like, I could study for this exam, but I know I'm gonna fail anyway, so let's edit, you know. <laughs> and now with with computer science, I'm I, I enjoy what I do a bit more, so so I manage both on the same level, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at least for me, and this is something I should have done more, is find projects that like you want to work on. And that really, at least for me, drives more of like the wanting to learn uh, yes, like computer exactly. science and all that stuff. Because for me, man, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Computer science, computer engineering, all that crap, it's so dry sometimes. You have to make it worth your while. You have to be like, I'm going to get something out of this knowledge. It's like, what do I want to do? Okay, I want to make this program because that helps me find news or something. I don't know. You have to like yeah. make it work for you. <laughs> You know. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be invested in the outcome. Yes, because when mm. when I'm in college and we're we're doing a subject now called software engineering, and it's about working in a team and agile methodology. It's all the bullshit they tell you in a, in a coaching session, just <laughs> directed to computer science. And I think we could have like th- this subject 
we could have ignored it, not not do it, and we could have made something more interesting, you know, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm really into video games, as you can prob probably tell, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I, I got into computer science just to learn how to make a video game, like, I wanted to program my own video game, and so, but, yeah. you think about it, and, and you say, this subject could have been replaced with, with one where they teach you everything they're teaching you, but instead of telling you, yes, you have to copy Facebook, or you have to, because we have to copy a, a famous app, we could have made a mm -hmm. free project that we're invested in, and that we can choose, and, and then the subject would be like 20 times more enjoyable. But yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's why it's, uh, that's what I learned, like, now, now that, you know, we do this podcast, we do YouTube, all this stuff, it's like, Creating is fun, and it's like you have to make whatever you do like part of that. Absolutely, a lot. Yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm working for the man. <laughs> yeah, you have to get a sense of fulfillment from what you're doing. Yeah, we we've talked to a, a good amount of uh, like programmers and guys that are making games that are, have made games for school, and they're they're all about it, and they seem uh, uh, pretty invested because of that because they are enjoying what they're creating exactly and that's yeah. like part of the curriculum yeah because when when you like if you they tell you just copy facebook you know what you have to do you have to go into facebook see what how it works and then make it yourself but if they tell you make a video game you can use your imagination and, and it, it incentivizes creativity you know and mm -hmm. I think that's so much more fulfilling mm -hmm. than just copy pasting code from Facebook. I well, think. and then I'll give you an example for like with, with yeah. what I was doing because like I was doing like a mix between hardware and software. So like we, you know, it's like doing Arduino stuff and things like that. And so for one project, uh, we were asked to like use this uh, this embedded controller, if you will, to, to like do something with it. And it's like, okay, uh, what can I do? Or what, what, what do I enjoy? I'm like, I like cannabis. <laughs> so I'm just like, I want to make an oven that like a mini oven that I can put over a bong and like a, like a bowl piece and basically vaporize my cannabis instead of like using a flame. And so you use like a you can use a controller to do that and like control the temperature so that when it's the right temperature then it tells you it's okay and then you know, do the thing. Unfortunately, there was some other issues that like last minute didn't like make the project fully realized. But like we had the code working, it just like it was a hardware issue more than it was a software issue. At the end of the day, because like we ran the simulations, like it was gonna work. Huh? It just sometimes, and this is the other thing you learn about hardware. And this is what blows. Just like sometimes your shit doesn't work, or whatever for whatever reason you scuffed the hardware, you, you shorted something on accident, whatever, and then that shit don't work mm -hmm. anymore. And then you're like, well, fuck. And especially if you've already waited two weeks for shipping for this one thing that you ordered, and now you have to wait another mm -hmm. two weeks for it to get shipped <laughs> again. Like you're just like, nope. So sorry, that's what we got for our project. Like. <laughs> But yeah, so like I said, like channeling your passion into something that like works for you. Yeah, what would you said about uh, the hardware like taking things to ship? It's why I don't do hardware <laughs> because I, I'm like I, I would like to make something with our Arduino <laughs> or something, but it's it's boring to wait, you know. So 
yeah. <laughs> go go for the coding and, and let someone else handle the hardware. Have you ever uh, thought about with with the other skills that you have, the, your Smash Bros skills, your video editing skills? You ever think about like streaming or uh, um, I guess uh, uh, do or even video editing for somebody else or something like as that like a side hustle? I I would like to to video edit by some for somebody else like typical thing that there's a famous streamer that they just play on stream and then they upload highlights or something like that mm -hmm. but i don't think i'm good enough or that i have enough like content to show them my editing style you know i think i, I would need to have like seven or eight videos like to tell them look at this but my channels get pretty little now like it's it's quite a small quantity amount of videos so i i don't have enough content to like as a curriculum, you know, mm -hmm. like, like building a resume. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and studying I, and streaming myself, I doubt I could with my internet. Just <laughs> not happening. <laughs> but you're just starting up. I mean, this is this is the road. So you're doing yeah, exactly. Doing awesome. If if I if I get myself to finish, like I have like four ongoing projects now. If I get myself to finish, then maybe then I can I can talk to someone and tell them, hey. Would you like me to edit for you? You say, check out my memes. I got some things. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got some Fuego, and if you're not interested, I'm taking my shit elsewhere. You know? Yeah. You're lost. Mm -hmm. You're okay. lost, exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you've just been uh, uh, creating content for uh, how long? Not long. Uh, I, I uploaded, like, well... Uh, if I go to my YouTube page, there's videos, like, there's really old videos that I have on private because it just, I was playing a game and there was a bug or something that I found funny and I grabbed my phone and I filled it with my phone and and I uploaded it to YouTube to save it for myself. Mm -hmm. But I, I started mm -hmm. to got serious, like, to say, I want to do that. I want to try to make something original and different. Like, mm -hmm. early this year, like, I started editing like maybe eleven months ago, months ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if I look at my smash clips from my my Mario Brother video, which is the first one I uploaded, they are from November or December from 2019. Mm -hmm. And and then I was like three months editing, and, and on March I uploaded the video. Okay. Very nice. That's so yeah, awesome. fairly fairly new. Yes, dude, up and come. You're, I mean, you said like eleven <laughs> months. I mean that. I mean it, it almost follows the same timeline of when I started doing all of this. So like, it, it's nice to know that like, yeah, there was someone that just decided that the, on a whim, I want to do this. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened yeah. with me as well. Yeah, it was like I I saw the, the pandemic coming and I thought I need something to do. So <laughs> honestly, that's fair. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. yeah. Like I, I was like four months in this room because I couldn't get out. Well, I, I could go out to the living room, mm -hmm. you know, but I couldn't get out of my house. So I was like, yeah. might as well use them to do something because if not, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and honestly, that's one of the few bright sides of COVID is that it's really like allowed people to like express themselves creatively in ways they normally like simply wouldn't have the time to do. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong, it's terrible. The economy is crashing. Like, people are dying. It's awful. But you know, you got to take the silver lining <laughs> where you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
when it hit in, in Spain, mm -hmm. it hit like it was. It seemed like it was gonna be a breeze, you know. It it was like twenty infected people. Everything was under control, and then suddenly, what? We have twenty thousand infected. It just spiraled out of control, and mm -hmm. nobody kind of expected it to go so big then, because we were like the third country to have it or the fourth, uh -huh. and and it was like. It's shit because there's a lot of people dying. The the hospital rooms are are like coggled with people. You know, there's there's no mm -hmm. room for anyone. Mm -hmm. And and my girlfriend studies medicine, so she had to, she was really close to to everything during the mm -hmm. pandemic. And I thought, yeah, it's it's shit, but at least I can read books and I can, you know, learn something. Something to keep your mind busy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So. Even though it's bad, there are some good things to it, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God, I envy those low numbers, because here in the U.S., it's just freaking yes. spiking everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah, there's like uh, almost a million cases just last week. Like, oh, was that it? Just last week? Uh, <laughs> dude, it's, it's uh, our COVID response. We're killing it. Dude, people, wear just wear a mask. Dude, if you're in the U.S. right now and you're listening to this, if you don't wear a mask, then fuck you. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> no, look, realistically, though, <laughs> screw those people. Because those people who don't wear masks, 99% of the time, they're like, oh, I have a medical issue. I have really bad asthma. I can't wear the mask. You know how many videos there are online of people with, like, lung cancer and stuff <laughs> they're like walking around with their masks and like i'm literally dying of cancer and i can do this yeah, and i'm like come yeah, on yeah. okay like, none of those people have any sort of genuine gripe like any genuine argument for as to why they should not other than it hurts their feelings and they don't feel comfortable wearing the mask no, screw you get over yourself the government and Bill Gates are trying to control our minds and the masks are the first step <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> Preach. And it, no, it's 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 even crazier because think about it. Like without this whole COVID thing, things like QAnon, like they were already things, but they exploded yes. once COVID happened because yes. everyone's in their house, and it, like it just spread over the internet like a disease, kind of like COVID. And like yeah. there are legit people with like college degrees that think that if they go and get a freaking um a test, they are freaking they're getting microchipped in their brain. And then, yeah. but that's only a minority. These huge, like, freaking groups of people, like, I know one person, uh, tangentially, like, I don't know her personally, but I know of her. She believes that freaking, um, the test is, uh, secretly the mark of the beast and is, like, tainting you with the power of Satan. And they don't want to take uh, any vaccine that they could get because they think it'll make them sterile. Like, that's literally, that's, that's a plot stupid. to a TV show. Like, that's not real. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not reality but, this is something uh, you've seen like in like typical tv show where they show trashy people doing trashy stuff there would be yeah. one in, in the walmart like who has shit its pants that would say yeah they're trying to get in our minds the, the typical person with the, the eyes super open yeah but like the crazy eyed freaking yeah, like exactly. tinfoil yeah. hat wearing crazy person <laughs> yeah, exactly. they're turning the freaking frogs gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah Alex Jones is, is called him. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I love that man. He shouldn't have been banned from YouTube. Dude, I hate him, but the memes. I can't, exactly. I mean, I can't yeah. hate on the memes. It's, it's like when Donald Trump became president, I was like, well, shit, but also, 
That's how everyone saw it. They're just like, oh boy, U.S. has oh. suddenly become a meme, like a meme factory. Like, <laughs> and honestly, it was true though. The memes never stopped. Every tweet was a meme in of itself. Okay, it was just coming out of the woodwork. Remember Kofefe? Oh, I remember Kofefe. Kofefe, that was probably <laughs> one of my favorite memes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Kofefe. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I think. Uh, uh, I think we're almost at oh, yeah. the end. Time-wise. Um, dude, uh, so Mark, uh, do you have a small content creator that you've been uh, uh, currently enjoying? Yeah, well, I have a, a friend called Adrian, and, and he's really fucked up in the head, and he used to <laughs> upload videos. He doesn't upload them anymore, but uh, I used to have him make the videos, and mm-hmm. and yeah, he had like I don't know, maybe 200 or 300 views per video, but mm-hmm. it was it was amazing. He was he's so creative with with what he does, and and he edits really good. He studied actually to like filmmaking and, and all that, and mm-hmm. I found his videos so fucking funny. I mean, they're they're in Spanish, but this one I am sending you one right now. Is in mm-hmm. doesn't have any any voice, and it's just called the Circle of Life. And it just shows like a bunch of videos of wildlife, you know, like uh, zebras and lions running through the savanna with the song of. There's a song sounding on the on the back. And and then he cuts mm-hmm. to to pictures of barbecues and and people eating beef and meat. <laughs> and it's so absurd, but mm-hmm. I just find it so funny. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, what's his YouTube channel name? Barry Kilo. Like Barry, Barry Kilo. And K E E L L O. You have the the link in the in the video uh, Yes, Barry Kello. Barry Kello. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's. I'm, I'm looking at the video right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll be checking that out later. Yeah. It looks like a meme Definitely. and a half. Oh, it looks like an absurdist YouTuber, which I am stoked to, to watch <laughs> yeah. more of right now, so this is awesome. <laughs> one day I was, because I, I know him from when I studied uh, drums, and, and one day he came to me and he told me, yo, I'm thinking of a video idea, but I need your help. Okay, what do you need me to do? And he said, I need you to lie on the ground, put ketchup on your back, and then I will clean with a with a with a loaf of bread. I was like, no, I'm not, <laughs> sorry. I'm not doing that. And then I, I helped him anyway. And, and the video is called the soap man. It's about a man who sells soap, and it's a soap so clean that if you clean yourself too much, you may die. The, I don't know. <laughs> the soap. Man. Yeah. The soap man. Damien. Absurdist humor is what YouTube is founded on. Like, do you exactly, remember, yeah. like, old school Smosh? Yeah, holy shit, yeah. I, I was wild. a big fan of Smosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Uh, dude, I guess this is your chance. Uh, tell our audience uh, where we can find you. Well, uh, I'm not on many social networks, but if they find me on YouTube, just Google my name, Mark Solevages, or if they have an Instagram, I upload some shit posts there. 
it's at uh, Senor Sule in, in Catalan it's S-E-N-Y-O-R which means Mr. and Soler which is my surname so yeah that's that's the only social networks I can plug I'm sorry <laughs> I will be coming for the shit place <laughs> nice. yeah, or well I was on TikTok until I got banned or you know what so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the social networks I'm on. Hell yeah! Oh, awesome. awesome, dude. Very nice. Do you, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's gonna be it for today. Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to get one oh. last. I want to plug right now. Plug one last right week. now. All right, here's the thing. Please don't sue us. It's gonna go under probably. Uh, <laughs> no way! Yeah. What? And when? The only Where? way that we don't go under is if you buy those awesome t-shirts that we have, uh, because that would be awesome. Anyways, so buy that shit because it really supports us and it tells us that hey, you like our shit posty, uh, you know, podcast, and then we'll we'll do more of this shit because we love it. So. Also, the logo's pretty cool. What do you think, Angel? You like this shit? I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> I got a shirt myself. You really okay. sell it, bro. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Killed her. Also, maybe something's happening to the logo. Who knows? Okay, let's call it a tease, okay? Follow us on Instagram and get teased a little more. Oh. Did someone say winter fashion for the channel? Yeah. Oh shit, that sounds rad. <laughs> <laughs> we could say that, but I'll never tell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, There's I think that. we're about After to After that here. little infomercial. Oh, you can find us on Etsy, because that's, that's all I can do right now. That's all I, that's all I got. So. Alright, cool. You can find all them links, the Etsy links, the Instagram, YouTube, whatever. We got uh, all of mark stuff in the description below as well uh dude thank you for coming on man this was cool thank you so much for letting me <laughs> dude of course and as for all of you sponsors out there thank y'all for sponsoring us with your time Please don't please don't for legal reasons, content, content, we should mention that all sponsors are not actually sponsors, and we only mention them for the sake of parody. All the lead brands and intellectual properties are owned by respective companies, and the content of this podcast does not reflect the views or values of those given companies. Seriously, Seriously. please don't sue us. We have no money. I just realized what I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I want the ability to just not sue. So imagine thing. how much more productivity you could Yeah, you spend like, how how a third of your life. Yeah, like a third of your life. So 60 years would be like 20 years of your life you spent sleeping. Yeah. And here's the other thing about sleeping. Every single time you sleep, it's just a free trial of death. Example, every <laughs> single time you sleep. And you know what sucks about that free trial? It's freaking good. Like, it's a good free trial. You want to like, just make it permanent. And then you're like, you wake up and you're like, son of a gun. Like,